0: It's in every culture. Oh wait, wait, hold on though. Um, yeah, whites do have meth heads. Oh yeah, right, yeah, absolutely, right we do
1: have one. Uh, Joe Biden being one or his son. Uh, hold on. What do the Asians have?
0: I don't know. They're doing yeah. so damn good. <laughs> doing so damn good. They're
1: doing damn good. I I, mean, I can't think of one thing. I'll, I'll okay, tell you what. The guy who uh, painted let's, our let's, house. Let's open this up to chat. What? What? Bottom class of that race or in this? What do they have?
0: welcome to the all american savage show podcast with your host john burke and his far more attractive co-host me now let's get into it that's what your mom said
2: how my mind how many times did i tell you i'm no good at being alone it's taking a toll on me Trying my best to keep from tearing the skin off my bones. Don't you know i um. your body like a feeling, like a bad habit, bad habit's hard to break when I'm with you. Yeah, I know I could do it on my own, but I want that real full move like magic and it takes two. Problematic, problem is when I'm with you, I'm an addict. And I need some really my skin and your teeth can't
1: see the forest through the trees got me down on my knees. and welcome back to the all american savage show podcast i'm your host john burke we got josh with us back in the studio today he's uh he's recovering from the whole house debacle that's almost finished the uh the entire ordeal is almost done thank you jesus for that
0: closing in buddy
1: closing in <laughs> welcome back folks glad to have you here I'm still recovering from being sick. A lot of random things to talk about today and uh, just grateful to have everybody here. Thank you for all the shares on Instagram yesterday and uh, man, just a great showing of support. We really appreciate that. We've been needing that to help uh, spread the word, spread the word about uh, the great show uh, All American Savage Show podcast. We appreciate you people doing that for us there. It's just greatly appreciated. Without you, I don't think we'd be here, but uh, no, I, I got some really great, some really nice DMs yesterday. Um talking about people saying like, Hey, you know, there's a crew of seven us out here that worked on this job and we all listen to it. We love your show. Thank you so much for that. Every time you share it, every time you like, every time you leave a comment, um, it, it is, it does so much for us. Hey, make sure you go follow us at the kick app, kick streaming. Just go to kick.com slash John Burke. Um, because I'll tell you this right now, rumble. I'm just, I'm, I'm over rumble. The notifications don't go out. Kick seems to still like kick my kick audience. Are you still getting the notifications on time? Are you getting notifications when uh, we go live? Because people aren't getting the Rumble notifications. And I feel like as much money has been sunk into Rumble, this should be one of the top priorities that you have for your content creators. Yeah, everybody's just saying that, yeah, Kick is doing good. I just feel like I'm kind of done with Rumble. We're going to keep uploading with them. But dude, everything, it's Bongino, it's Russell Brand. And I know you've heard me bang the drum on this, but it's like, look, you want to sit there and you want to bring content creators to your channels or your pages, then start showing some fucking love to everybody else, not these top-notch dudes, my God. Like they've already got names established. Start a grassroots movement, but you refuse to. It's it's ridiculous. So I think I think kick is just the way to go from here, folks. Kick.com/slash John Burke. Come check it out over there. Ah man, as you know, as you know, we are uh, make sure you check us out on iTunes. We've had to redo a lot of the stuff. When I joined with the Freedom Hub group. Um, they redid the channels, and it duplicated the channels on a lot of these different platforms to include Spotify, iTunes. I had to go back in there and undo a lot of those fuck-ups, but we're good now. There's only one All-American Savage Show podcast. You might have to go find it and resubscribe to it. I apologize for this. I didn't like going through this the last time. It pisses me off because it confuses the listeners. It drops the viewership because they don't know where to find us. It's hard enough with all the censorship that goes on. So, you know, in this world, honestly, you gotta just depend on yourself. You cannot depend on other motherfuckers to go out there and make shit happen for you. They can sit there, and they can come to you with all these promises, all these pie in the sky dreams. But if you're not seeing the results, it's best to just pull the plug and fucking walk away. I'm tied. You know the one thing I I don't like is people that don't have balls when it comes to business. The people that don't have the balls when it comes to business annoy the ever loving hell out of me. Because why are you in business to begin with? Business is difficult. It's hard. You know, there is, you can, you can sit there. I was going to say there is no how-to, but there, there actually, or excuse me, there's 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 a lot of how-to books, but realistically speaking, every business is its own um, its own level of difficulty or a series of difficulties, if you will. You've got to na- navigate uh, different minefields in a sense. And what I mean by that is like, you know, people can sell supplements, CBD, cars, it doesn't matter. Their, each own individual medium has its own issues that come with it that you've got to figure out for yourself. But with that being said, though, if you lack the balls to actually be a leader, to actually make the hard decisions and tell like, tell people to kind of um, what to do to get on board and you don't have that ability to do, then you should not be a leader. You should not be in business. Uh, I hate to say that, but it's the truth. Um, So, you know, that's a lot of reason why I separated from Freedom Hub. I don't hate them. But, you know, people were asking, why'd you leave? It's like, I I just, there's no leadership. So I'm on my own. I do my own thing. I should have done that from the get go. Because we've, when we do our own thing, we don't really have any issues. You know, we we were promised the idea of more exposure um, and we never got it. You know, I didn't see the numbers increase. Instead, I feel like I was doing some of the heavy lifting and it just, it got old, it got annoying. It's like, look, then I'm not here to make friends. I'll be honest with you. I don't fucking care. People can come to me with every, I hear it all the time. I hear it all the time of people talking about, I can do this for you. I can do this for you. But then you look and it's like, but you can't even do it for yourself. How do you do it for me? I get tired of hearing these false promises repeatedly, and I think that's that's one of the biggest things that I deal with in the business world or in general on social media is all these dudes um, like making all these promises to you. I got I got I got one dude that I know from years ago that's kind of like started following me again and liking all my stuff, hoping that I'll freaking DM him. Like I know their tactics, I know how they work, and this guy years ago was like, I can get you Amazon deals, blah blah blah. I never signed a contract with him, but it's like no, you can't, dude. No, you can't. Like these these everybody, they come to you with these pie in the sky promises and then they don't deliver. So you finally get enough taste in your mouth to where you get people making you all these these great ideas that they have all these great promises, but they never deliver. So that's why it just turns into I want to see action, not words. Don't don't give me words. Give me action. Your words mean nothing. And then when you hit people with that, they just look at you like, oh, you're such a dick. It's like, no, I just I know your types. I know your types, and it's so annoying. But that's business. That's the way business works. I can't tell you how many times we've had motherfuckers in that office talk to me and Josh and say, we can do this for your company. We can do this for, no, you can't. No, you cannot. Because I've done this so many fucking times, like coupons. Remember that one group that came in here and they said, we can get you coupons that when people print out the receipts in the stores, we can put shell shock. And the price they were asking for was fucking insane. And I'm like, are you kidding me? This thing could do dick for us. But what you're looking for is somebody to buy into your dream, to your reality, and pay you money. But in the real reality, if you will, the actual real world that the rest of us live in, nobody. How many people do you know that print receipts at grocery stores and look to save 69 cents on whatever and then rip that motherfucker out and then go utilize it? Not many. Not that I know of. Maybe the boomer crowd but what they were wanting to charge us per month to be in the store is like, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah, You're out of your mind. But if you're ignorant enough to believe it, or I shouldn't say ignorant. If you're inexperienced enough to believe it, well, then they just got your money and they only, they're only trying to get you for one time because they know when you don't get the results, like I, I have, um, we have influencers that work for us sometimes and if you're not getting the sales, I got to cut them. It's not personal. It's just business. If you can't make sales, if you can't contribute, if you can't help grow, I got no need for you. You know, this is, this is a business, it's not charity. And so I see constantly, you know, I have friends that have small businesses, little small startup companies, and they come to me for advice. And it's like, look, this is something that I saw work for Shellshock. This is what did not work for Shellshock. But I'm not saying that's what you should apply to your company, because maybe you could have a different outcome. But be aware, be advised. But these people, they don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a shit about your business. They want to hit you for about three grand to do some stupid bullshit promotional material. And they're like, yeah, I wouldn't get the results. All right, bye. Well, they got you three grand. You didn't get dick for it. So you just wasted $3,000. It's a gamble. It's a gamble. How many times have we done that?
0: Oh, <laughs> we've, a lot. We've, we've, we've tried. We've thrown a lot of shit against the wall. A lot of shit against the wall. Yeah, some things you just don't know what'll, true. what'll work. and what will work, work yep. for your business. So. That's true. It's a but tough call.
1: It is. It is. Ah, oh, man. But yeah, come over to Kick, folks. I'm sorry. Let's just abandon Rumble. It's it's worthless. They don't even send out the notifications. You've had how many? Like this is the other thing. Let's just be realists about this. Rumble's been around for how long? You've been around for years. Kick just got created in the last what six months, and they're already like their platform is better. The user interface is better. The notification systems are better. Yeah. How long has Kick been up and running? Like six months, year tops, if that. And then they're already out doing Rumble.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good.
1: It's pretty good. Now it's still in beta mode. I hope it. Um. I hope it like sticks around because it is in beta. But I don't know. But the fact that all these people like flocked to Rumble because all these other big names are on it, well, that's because that's why. But when you have actual content creators that want exposure, that want to actually have a good platform where their viewers can subscribe, their viewers can get notifications, and you go live, yada yada yada. Rumble ain't it. And I'm to the point now, it's like, you've had long enough. You've had more than long enough. And yet your notifications are complete shit. Fix yourself, Rumble. Fix yourself. I'm still rooting for them. I hope they succeed. But it's like, dude, I'm to the point where I'm giving up on you. Like, you've had plenty. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Where are you putting all this money you supposedly have? It ain't the notifications that help out the subscribers. It's annoying. But again, kick.com slash John Burke. Go to the kick app. It's like Twitch without all the gay. We talk about it all the time. <clears throat> oh my gosh. I'm still recovering from being sick. So I apologize for that crazy story. Well, before we get into that, hit that share button. If you're listening to the show right now, push pause, take your little sausage finger, push pause on the screen, hit that share button. That helps the show grow. We don't do paid advertisements. We don't do any of that. It's based upon you. I love how Andy Versilla has the don't be a hoe, share of the show. I didn't know about this till the last time I was on a show, bro. I thought that was genius. I thought that was genius. Don't be a host share The show that's that. I love that. And if you're coming in from Andy's show, I appreciate Andy having us on a uh, big, big influence on a lot of people's lives. The guy goes out there and he crushes big. Thank you to him for having me on the show. He said he listens on occasion. So Andy, if you're listening, go fuck yourself. And <laughs> no, he, we want to do it again. He's actually talking about coming to Dallas. And if he comes to Dallas, he's coming to the studio. We'll have him on the show here too. Uh, we got Dominic Izzo coming on tomorrow. We're going to talk about a movie. A movie, movie. Sound of Freedom with Jim Caviezel. You're not going to like me after what I have to say about this, but I really don't care because I feel like we're repeating the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge here.
0: Did you do that?
1: Yeah. That's back, like, that was back years. That was like 2015. Everybody fell for that shit. And then you start to wake up and it's like, wait a minute. what did I really help? Nothing. You brought awareness. Did we cure it? Nope. Throw a lot of money at it. Did it cure it? Nope. Maybe it's because
0: big pharma doesn't want to cure it. Yep. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. If I had a guess, uh, I would say that's probably the, yeah. the main reason. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Dominic's coming on tomorrow. And then
1: Natalia is coming back Friday, this Friday, for a relationship podcast. Love that. Natalia, she's an uh, Olympian, big fitness influencer um from brazil does not pull any punches she's a personal friend of mine love having her on the show she's like make sure you don't bring up politics i don't want to talk about no politics i'm like okay she doesn't sound anything like that that's what not accent like, is that i don't know that's rosie perez i don't know what you're talking about i say well, i don't know she's brazilian right she is yeah yeah completely out of out of uh wrong country but whatever they're all the same no i'm kidding i'm only kidding they say all white people are the same you do it to hispanics and they just suddenly melt. All the white people are the same. It's like, well, we come from different areas of Europe and you know, whatever. Anyway, I want to talk about a really interesting thing that happened, and get y'all's opinion on this because this is so weird to me. This is really weird. So Daisy, our ferret, I love this ferret. She's a great ferret. She's got her own little personality. She's a little troublemaker, and I love her to death. But um, she we couldn't find her. She has the run of the house. You know, she has her little place where she sleeps. She eats Athena's food. She loves Athena's dog food. So that's all she eats now. That's why her turds are like a freaking three inches long. It's ridiculous. She doesn't eat the regular ferret food. She likes the normal um, dog food. So um, sometimes she tries to run out the door, but we're very good about making sure she doesn't. Well, I think four, three or four days ago, way to go, fucker. Sorry, way, to go. way to go. You just, you just jacked up my, my camera. Way to go. Um, about three or four days ago, we couldn't find her. And it kind of hit me. I was like, I haven't seen Daisy in about 10 hours. Cause normally she'll sleep during the day for about like 10 hours and then she'll be awake at night. Cause that's, you know, she's nocturnal sometimes and she'll flip flop. And she was like, no, I haven't seen her. And then I started to worry. I'm like, okay, this is unusual. It doesn't usually last this long. And then it went on for like 24 hours. Like, oh God, it's like, maybe she crawled. We like, we pulled the house apart. We were going through closet spaces, her normal sleeping areas. There was no, Fresh poop in her litter box. Like she's not in this house. And if she got out, I don't think we're gonna find her. Like I, I, really don't think we're gonna find her. She's a ferret. I mean, good luck. So, um, yesterday, during the show, no less. Y'all didn't know this, but um, before I left for work, Sheila, she's not feeling good. Uh, she caught what I had, which really sucks. Um, she had a great idea to like go on the neighborhood app, download the neighborhood app, and see if anybody's posted about it. And sure enough, somebody did they said, has anybody lost a ferret? And Sheila, like she basically, she almost broke down crying. And I was like, yeah, I'd I'd be very emotional. Like, oh my God, they got her. So apparently this couple is across the street, two houses down, and they were walking their dogs at like six or seven o'clock in the morning. And they saw these birds circling this car and they looked underneath and there was Daisy. She was hiding from the birds under the car. Somehow this little brat made it a very long way away from home and didn't get snagged up. So, They rescued her, made a post about it. Sheila reached out, finally went over to get the ferret. And the guy at the door, I don't know if he listens to the show or not, but he said, oh, this is y'all's. Yeah, he's that YouTuber. I didn't think he'd have a pet like this. And Sheila, you know, passed this along to me. I'm like, what? So the question is, what kind of pet do you think I would have? I'm very confused by this. And like YouTuber, they banned me. I'm like, Andy talked about I'm a failed YouTuber. It's like, "What? what are you talking about? Huh. But it's crazy, and to top that off, um, Quarter Black Jared, his mom—is that, is that did I say that right? Yeah, <clears throat> Who's on the Crowder show? I met his mom in a park area parking lot. Good lord, <laughs> met her in a parking lot. We were doing no, um, we were in a Walmart. I, have, I've, I occasionally go there when I have to hobnob amongst the uh, the lower class peasant folk. I'm kidding. I am kidding. I'm not going to lie. I do prefer Target over Walmart. Like I, I'm waiting for this boycott to end because I'm telling you, I do not like going to Walmart. Yeah, Walmart yeah. is ghetto. Sorry. It's the Waffle House of uh, retail stores. You go in there, it's a low trash or lower quality trash. Not all of them. You like those
0: tuck bathing suits, don't you? I
1: do. I do. And let me some tuckage. Let me some tuckage. But I ran into her there, you know, and she's like, "Do you on YouTube? And that's always like salt in the mode. It's like, well, I was. And they freaking, they banned me for misinformation, COVID misinformation but she was really sweet lady. Really nice. (laughs) By the way,
0: that mask does nothing.
1: (laughs) Uh, This is after COVID. This is like a few months ago. Anyway. So on my Instagram account, uh, tango mi corazon, she DMs me. I had no idea who this is. She goes, Hey, we met a few months ago at Walmart. I'm quarter black Jared's mother. And I remember her. And she goes, are you by any chance missing a ferret? I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like everybody knows about this ferret except me, except me. So she was really sweet about it because I saw somebody post it. I know you live over in this area. I'm like, how does she know that? Big fan. I don't know. I don't know. But I thought it was really sweet. Everybody was just a uh, big thank you to everybody. But it was just really, it was like a series of just weird events. Like I never thought, That's I never right. saw that guy of like, is like having a pet ferret. Maybe
0: like a falcon. Or yeah, something. Maybe should like I have like a pet midget? Like a white python, maybe. <laughs> I
2: was
1: like, "What kind of pet should I have that I guess apparently matches my personality on, on the internet?" Like I don't know, but I thought that maybe was like really
0: a labradoodle. A, you look like a labradoodle look, guy. Get out
1: of here! No way! No way! A wolf. I'd actually looked into getting a wolf. Number one, they're very expensive. Number two, they're very very wild. Go figure, right? Really? I've got Athena she's my kind of lazy wolf. She'll, uh,
0: she doesn't it's like a throw rug. Yeah.
1: Over there. <laughs> she just lays there. She's like, whatever. But I, I thought that was really interesting because you never, it's one thing. You, you, it's, it's a matter of perspective because how often are you able to kind of like take a step back and look at yourself from somebody else's views or view? You, you can't, not really unless you're high, you have to be pretty high to do that. Super high. Even then it's kind of like, is it's, it's gotta be a biased viewpoint because clearly you know all about you, but like looking at yourself through somebody else's eyes, it's gotta be very difficult. And when that dude said that to Sheila, I was just kind of like, huh, I'm again wondering what kind of pet would you think I'd have? And the other part of this, and this is just my God's honest truth folks, how you see me on the podcast is not how I am 24 seven. I'm very passionate about these topics. But when I'm home, I don't talk about this stuff. I, I don't want to bring this stuff up. It, you're, you get so into this every day. When you go home, I don't want to look at this crap. I just don't. And people think that you're this hardcore 20.
0: No, absolutely not. I mean, I don't know. I enjoy talking about it no matter who wants to talk about it. If someone wants, wants I mean, to talk about it 24
1: 7? That 24 7. That's what I mean, obviously. That's what I mean. It's like, I don't want to go home. And talk more about this. Like, you know, she'll be like, how's your day? It's like, man, you know what DeSantis say? You know what Trump says. Like, no, I'm mm, no, 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 no. exactly. It's like, this is work. This is this is the podcast. This is the show. When I go home, talk about other stuff that makes you happy. Ferrets. Ferret <coughs> food. Excuse me. Got listen to this. Listen to this. And I got a lot of great reviews on yesterday's show. So thank you for that. Um, I hired a company to build this Perugula to pour this 12 by 12 slab on my back porch because I'm eventually going to move out of this house. I'm looking at more properties today. I'm going to rent this house out. And I hired this company. I'm not going to mention their name, but they're a shit company. And basically they're a go-between middleman. They hire out the contractors. The only reason I use them is they come with a warranty and they handle everything, permits, the whole shebang. I was like, you know what? I'll pay for that. That's cool. I think in total, they wanted to pour the slab, build the perugla, attach to the house, get all the permits done, yada, yada. It's going to cost about $23,000. It's a lot of fucking money. Yeah, It's a lot of Benjamins. But at the same token, I was like, you know what? I don't know how much a lot of this stuff goes for. But it struck me the other day. You know, we, we signed the contract and they made these promises. You know, the salesman was good. I didn't have any beef with the salesman. He was a pretty cool dude. But at the same token... His words were, We are here to facilitate this and make this as painless as possible. Well, I got handed down to about three or four different people through this whole chain of uh, responsibility. It's like, Look, I want one point of contact. That's it. I don't want somebody else to say, like, Okay, now you're going to answer this guy. No, no, you give me one point of contact. That's it. But they didn't. It went from the salesman to this dude to this dude to this dude. And I'm talking to a site foreman. I'm talking to this guy. He's like, You know what? This is getting complicated. I'm getting a little sick of this. Anyway, so they had to get the permits done first. Granted, got it. The city I live in, you know, it's, it's an up and coming city. It's growing. So there's going to be a lot of permits requests. You're going to have to wait some time. I understand that. But they also told me the Perugla that I'd ordered through them, they said they'd ordered it like a month and some change ago. They didn't. They said they were backlogged. So they had to order it then. And it would take about a month. Well, finally, I had to keep inquiring to them. It's like, hey, did the permit get approved? It'd be like a week. I didn't hear anything. I'm like, hey, is the permit approved? No, no, still on standby. I like, Okay. But at least tell me. They were good about it at first. And then they kind of started dropping the ball. And I'm like, Hey bro, I already put a down payment of $9,000. I want to know what the fuck is going on. Cause you got my money. I never should have done that. And I will never do that again. I will never do that again. And here's the reason why take it from me, folks, contractors, not all there's Josh is sitting here with a shit eating green on it. Cause he knows where I'm going. Contractors are some slimy sons of bitches, some slimy sons of bitches. But we signed the contract. It's a package bundle. They pour the slab. They do the perugula. They attach it to the house permits, the whole shebang. It's all good. So finally, a month goes by and I'm starting to prod these dudes like, hey, man, what's good? Yeah, we're backlogged because all the rain. It's like, look, I get it, but okay, hire some extra. I don't care. There's a lot of contractors out there. I know a lot of them are looking for work. Don't give me this bullshit. So finally, they come out and they didn't even give me any warning. I literally get a knock on the door, like maybe three weeks ago, it's seven o'clock in the morning. And this guy is like, Hey, we're here to pour the concrete. I'm like, uh, and then an hour later, get a text from the company. It's like, Hey, by the way, are you okay with the contractors coming out? I was like, well, they're already here. So I can't go to work today. So, which isn't a big deal when you're self-employed, you know, you got employees that, you know, are holding it down. It's not that, but it's, it's still the principle of, no, this is not how business works. You don't operate a company. You just send people out and hope that they're there. And then you throw a wrench in their days. It doesn't work that way. Because what if I did have to go to work? I'm not letting people into my yard unsupervised. No, doesn't happen that way.
0: Yeah, it's not a good idea. It's not
1: a good idea. I don't know these people. All
0: my flower beds are ruined. That's the way it goes. That's the way it is. It's the way it is.
1: So they come out, they pour the slab. Thankful for that. It gets done. And so I asked him, okay, so when did they come to do the Perugula? I was like, oh, we still have to order. I'm like, uh, 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 what? I was like, you told me you ordered it a month ago. So I hit up the company and I'm like, okay, hey, um, I don't want to do the Perugula anymore. I was like, you, I can go get one from Lowe's. I priced one out roughly about the same for about $1,500. I'll build it myself. I don't need you motherfuckers anymore. I'll just do it myself. So then- <coughs> They're like, oh, well, we, we already ordered it. And it's it's actually, oh, let me check this. Oh yeah, it's on your way to your house right now. I was like, no, it's not. No, you just want me to give a go ahead. And then you're going to say, oh, uh, well, it'll be, no, cancel it. I was like, we'll, we'll have to check if there was just a refund fee. It's like, but you told me you hadn't even ordered it yet. And then miraculously, an hour later, it's like, there's no refund fee. You're good. So um, here's what we need you to do. Sign this new contract that voids the old one and you still have to pay about $2,300. And I'm like, Okay give me an itemized list of costs of goods.
0: Oh, we don't do that. It's like, well, then I'm not paying you that money. You know, it seems like nobody does that. No, nobody wants to give you an itemized list of like what everything costs. Exactly. Because they want to bundle it and they want to upcharge
1: you, which I was willing to pay for. I understood that. I was like, I'm paying for convenience. But it was way too high.
0: The only person who's done that so far is the guy putting in our floors in about two weeks. Mm -hmm. He sent over an item, like detailed itemized list of everything, Mm -hmm. where everything is going.
1: There's a lot of those dudes and mechanics are no better. Again, I'm not generalizing everybody, but I will say more often than not, those motherfuckers, they'll fix one thing and then say, oh, there's 10 more things that need to get fixed. You Take it to another mechanic. It's like, actually, no, that's okay. It's like, hmm, weird. Because they try to take advantage of your ignorance. How do you know any better? You don't. So, and that's, that's the slimy underbelly of contracting. So I tell them I want to cancel. And they're just like, you know, excuse me, you still got to pay another $2,300. I was like, uh, give me an itemized receipt because you've already got 9,000 of my money. And I'm actually tempted to say you owe me money back because that concrete slab is not worth 9,000 fucking dollars. I'm sorry. It ain't, it's just not, but I was okay with that. So, you know what? just walk, walk away. Just take the money and walk away. Break I'll the do, wrist,
0: walk away. Break
1: the wrist, walk away. You think you want to get a roundhouse? get to the face. Wear a pair of these bad boys. So this dude keeps texting me. It's just like, and he's trying to be happy. He's trying to be positive. He's trying to do a salesman thing. He's like, well, you know, Hey, you know, you still owe us this money, but it like, You basically, I basically told him, I like, I'm a business owner. I'm not stupid. I was like, you have to give me an itemized list breakdown of that money. He's like, well, you know, it's a package deal according to the contract. He's like, but then where's this $2,000 coming from? He's like, well, well," and he couldn't give me an answer. I was like, here's the deal. I told him flat out. I was like, I'm going to give you my lawyer's information. Do not contact me again, because if you do, I'm going to come after you. Because I don't think this is a $9,000 slab. I gave my lawyer's information. I haven't heard from him since. I was like, you motherfuckers are some slimy sons of bitches. So I ordered a Perugula from Lowe's, 1,500 bucks, put it up yesterday. It took me about four hours. And I'm just looking at these sons of bitches like, you motherfuckers. You motherfucker. Another $2,300. So in total, they wanted me to pay about, uh, like what, eleven three for a concrete slab. Sounds they, like a lot. And this dude's like, well, we had to jump through a lot of hoops. We had to get the permits. It's like, you know how much it costs to get a permit? hardly anything, certainly not 9,000. Don't fucking sit there and nickel and dime me and say that it costs more than it really does. It doesn't. And quite honestly, I'm gonna hit you with the truth. I could have went and hired some illegal Mexicans that are all over the place and got them to pour the fucking slab without the permits and nobody would have fucking known and nobody would have given a shit. Why? It's a concrete slab in my backyard by 12 by 10. Nobody would have given a fuck. Now, if I would have tried to sell the house, that could have been an issue, but I'm not selling it. I'm gonna rent it. So I really don't fucking care. Folks, don't let these pieces of shit take advantage of you. Be smart about your money. Oh, motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. When do the, by that same tug, I know, I know. I Dude, if you listen to Andy's podcast, I talked about this yesterday. I don't know what came over me. You know, it's different when you're in the host position. When you become... The interviewed person, or the co-host, or whatever you call that, the guest—I don't know—and <coughs> also Andy's a very dominant personality. I'm a dominant personality. So when you put two people in there like that, it's very interesting to see how it works. But I don't know why I kept saying by that, by the same token, by that, or I could I just been like by that logic, or you know, by that train of thought. I needed—I needed to get something else. But yeah, after I got done with that, Tyler was like, "You said that a lot." And then you go back and listen. I can't even listen to the episode. I don't want to listen to the episode. I just realized how bad I said that over and over and over again. By that token? By that token. I, I, and you know, you listen to the show. That's not something I normally do. Do I? Uh, by that token, I think maybe you do. You can go fuck yourself, Josh. You can go fuck yourself. But
0: and it, Is it perugula or is it pergola? I don't know. I think it's pergola. I think it's perugola. Perugola sounds like something you put on your salad. I think it's pergola. Pergola? I don't know. Whatever. Pergola. Maybe that's why it was so expensive, because you were ordering a pergola. That
1: could have been it. That could have been it. It's like, ah, you got the pergola. You should have. You got the pergola. You should have went with the pergola. You saved yourself about 10 grand. (laughs) Motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. But those those sons of bitches, man. That's a lot. That's, that's a lot of fucking money. That's hoops
0: to jump through. I, I
1: could have added a whole new room to my house for that amount of money. Because I remember I was trying, I was talking about pulling my my shower, the get the master shower because there's no bathtub in there. And I love after the gym, I love soaking and just like resting my muscles. But they said for that whole process, it's going to be cost about twenty five thousand. Like you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I'll tell you, twenty five thousand guy's uh,
0: information. The <laughs> contractor that we're using to do the rest. He's a, I wish I would've used him for everything. Yeah. But yeah, he's, I might have to do that because I'm telling you, man, like he did my brother's house Mm -hmm. and you know, my brother and how meticulous he is about, about stuff. And yeah, like he gave him a thumbs up. So can you just imagine though, somebody like imagine if shell shock, uh,
1: you know, we just straight up charged you said, Hey, uh, $200. You're like, well, what am I getting for this? Oh, well, you know, nothing. We're not giving you an itemized list. It's just $200. Uh, what? what? Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And this dude tried gaslighting. He's like, he kept trying to like, he's like, well, you know, as a, as a business owner, I know you understand this and I'm sorry you're having such a bad, but you know, you still owe us this money. I'm like, who says I owe you this money? And for what service provided, you have to come with a receipt of this is the service. You already got 9,000. You've already got that money. I'm not giving you any more. And if you come after me again, I'm gonna fuck you up. i gonna make you have a very bad day. And then they had the audacity this morning to send me a survey. I was like, you're just like a glutton for punishment at this point. You're lucky I don't blast you all over social media for being a bunch of shysters. I just, I love how they jumped through hoops, how they jumped through hoops. Oh yeah, it's on its way now. Are you sure you want to cancel? And here's the other part. They kept trying to call me. Then there's like, hey, uh, let's just have a meeting on site. I was like, no. Twice. They're like, let's have a meeting on site so you can discuss. No, I'm not discussing this with any of you motherfuckers. This is what you promised. You didn't deliver. I'm not paying you any more money. They're I'll like, do it myself. We've got your ferret. Yeah, we've got
0: your ferret. Pay this for $10,000 if you want to, to, to see Daisy alive. Listen, I've got a set of skills.
1: <laughs> I got a set of skills. I can rant like somebody you've never heard before, you sons of bitches. <laughs> Apologies for all the coughing, folks. Uh,
2: oh,
1: it's been a crazy forty-eight to seventy-two hours. It's been really weird. Yeah, it has to, really, that's really strange. It is, it is. To where it's like I'm starting to check the guns, make sure I got around in every chamber. You just don't know with motherfuckers. You just don't know, which makes me wonder. And I'm, I'm being serious with this. You remember how we was talking about my next door neighbor as the Biden signs and shit that he doesn't put them up anymore. Right. I wonder if he knows who I am, because apparently other people in the neighborhood do. How? I've gotten banned on everything. I'm not big on social media anymore. How the fuck do they know who I am? People talk. Yeah. That racist guy that's dating the Mexican-Iranian chick. Got the weird ferret. Got the weird ferret he probably does butt stuff with. Who knows? Who knows what they say? (laughs) He's so racist. I don't know. I actually know what they probably do. They probably publicly condemn me, but privately love me because I'm willing to say the shit that you're afraid to say because they're afraid of being canceled. And I don't give a fuck because you can't cancel me. Cancel these nuts. Speaking of canceling. The, um, the Netherlands fruitcake, the Bill Hader lookalike that won the, uh, the
0: competition, the Miss oh Beauty, whatever. God, dude. It looks like a straight up cartoon character. Bro. I mean, you got
1: enough buck teeth. Like I said, you just could eat corn through a picket fence, eat an apple <laughs> yeah. through a fucking,
0: like, you know, it's ridiculous. What was the talent competition? Like, next up, we're going to measure dicks.
1: Who's yeah. <laughs> got the biggest dick here on the stage? But the point that I'm talking about is when you look at the actual photograph of everybody lined up after they announce that he's the winner, and you look at every single one of those women's faces, it is the most forced smile you could ever see because you know they're sitting there in the back of their minds, smile, and you're getting canceled. Talk about such a sad state of affairs in America when you have to sit there as a woman in a woman's competition and have a beta dude come in there and win. Well, it's certainly not because it looks because he looks like a fucking catcher's met. And then if you see the number two, I posted on my Instagram, Aa savage show. If you if you see who the runner up was,
0: I showed her on yesterday's yeah. show.
1: She's gorgeous. You're telling me this fruitcake beat her? I, I, You talk about every
0: single woman on that stage was a lot better looking than this guy. Every single one, every single, I mean, come on. And I've
1: seen some trans people, some trans dudes that are like, I could see, they look, it's confusing. They look like women. Some of them do, but that one did not, not attractive, very dorky looking, but because he's a trans fruitcake, he wins the show. I'm sorry. This is Ridiculous this is ridiculous. So it's, it's trans privilege. Isn't it funny how for years they screamed about white privilege, white privilege, white privilege. And then if you're black, if you're gay, or if you're trans, oh baby, you got a set ride, man. You are good. You are good. It's weird how that works, right? But no, it's the whitey's fault. Damn crackers. Our fault for ruining everything, giving you medical technology and advancement and pioneering great superpower countries and Africans have always had such a raw deal. Of course, you know, they're still a third world shithole, but whatever.
0: It's just amazing how they're trying to cancel real women. Yep. Misogyny is back, baby. Misogyny is back. Back on the menu, boys. I wonder if any of those women have been interviewed about the results. Have they? I don't know, but I'm going to say something you're not going to like. Donald Trump
1: endorses it endorses the... Transgenders competing in the beauty pageants. He even said it in his own. But, well, I don't agree with him on <laughs> I'm that. To jab
0: in there? DeSantis doesn't. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Didn't DeSantis get married in Disneyland, or Disney World? No. I think he did. No, he didn't. I think he even did. Even
1: if he did, that's probably before they were trying to fuck kids. you saying. I thought they were probably fucking kids this entire time.
0: do tell you the truth. I don't know. I see on Twitter. I mean, but the mis... Who cares about that anyway? I mean, honestly, it's a slap in the face to women, sure. But I think it's a massive slap in the face. And also, I think the premise behind the entire, I talked about yesterday's show,
1: I think it's the stupidest thing imaginable. You were trying to put two women up against each other because of looks. Yeah. And then you sit there and the same people will talk about female empowerment and how young teenage girls are so impressionable and they see shit like this. Now you're throwing guys in the mix. It, it's just this, I'm telling you, it's It's sad to say. It's sad. I mean, folks, parents, Keep your kids off social media. They have no business being on it. It is the devil incarnate. This stuff is cancer. (coughs) It's nuts. It's just nuts. But you know all the woke fruitcakes love it. They eat that stuff up. Today's episode, as you know, folks, is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com and 1920brand.com. You like whiskey? Well, you should. I don't, but you should. Why? I don't know. We're using liberal logic today, so don't even question me. Just do as I tell you. Go to 1920brand.com. We have great old-fashioned mixes. We have great engraved glasses. We got the bar tops. We got everything there, folks. Working on some new flavors coming for you. Check it out. Also, shellshockcbd.com. Releasing two new flavors of the CBD Energy Stick. We're currently in the process of having them formulated. Now, if you've tried the um, the lemonade, lemonade. oh, it's good, but I understand how flavors can get old. You want some variety. We're right there with you. So we're offering variety. We've had a lot of great feedback on the CBD energy sticks. We didn't market them as a pre-workout. Two things we screwed up on, although I don't really blame us for this. The CBD energy sticks is just more of an energy pick-me-up. Yeah. But I use it as a pre-workout now. It's great. Yeah, it, I started doing that as well. You don't get the jingles, You yeah. don't get the jitters, but you do feel that energy. Yeah. Then the second thing was the tattoo bomb. Sheila loves it because basically she doesn't use it for tattoos. She just uses it for her eczema, her skin eczema. It's just a great applicator, which you can do the same thing with the roll-on, but she likes the medium. You know what i It's kind of like in a deodorant stick and you can just apply it to your tattoos. Yeah. Make your tattoos look brand new and it's great for you and people don't realize. So one thing I always hate on Twitter, people talk about, they'll see, they'll see like me posting about shell shock. oh, the grifters are at it again. It's like, I hit them back. It's like, I'll bet you $5,000 I can prove you wrong. If you are so positive that I'm grifting, put up 5,000 bucks, let's do this. Because I can pull the evidence back by Harvard Med, all of these places. You can't. It is proven. CBD, one of the best uses for it is inflammation, skin irritants, and things such as this. It's great for that. So the tattoo bomb, it makes your tattoo look great, but Sheila loves it because basically, again, her eczema, stuff like that, and she gets little small spots. She said it's great for the skin. She loves it. But then again, you know, we didn't know that. Not, good. In a, not in a sense of like, you know, this is just for tattoos, but you can use for so many other things.
0: The uh, roll on, roll out. Yeah. That's great for bug bites. too. Yeah. You were telling me about that. I never yeah. thought to try for that, but yeah. I did either, but I had it there. I'm like, eh, mm-hmm. we'll try and rolled it on these uh, mosquito bites that I had. And within mm-hmm. just a few minutes, I was Oh, good. you know
1: what just drives me up the wall? You know what really grinds my gears? sound like a sick Peter Griffin. Is these motherfuckers on Twitter. When we talk about Delta 8 sales. It's like, oh, it's just Delta. You should just better off get the real shit. That shit don't get you stoned. Motherfucker? You've never tried our shit then. I hate these motherfuckers. I saw the uh Whoa. producer for um Alex Stein, yeah. Jimmy. Oh my god. This dude, he's never taken THC before. I didn't tell him to do this. We don't even sponsor their show well, yet. You just took the best shit, buddy. He did, and he was baked out of his gourd. I thought that was hilarious. And he's he was posting all these videos, he was giggling like a little school girl. That was hilarious. I loved seeing it, but um it was great. Great to see that. But every single one of these nerds, oh, Delta 8, you get the real shit. Well, uh, weed's banned in a lot of states, bro. And Delta 8 isn't. But these motherfuckers, I mean, they're all they're all a bunch of potheads anyway. So I don't really I don't really think they're gonna be thinking really straight, quite they honestly. They'll come around eventually. I think they will. Delta 8, I love it. I don't want to smoke it. I like just eating a, a freaking gummy. Yeah. And then of course you got the nerds out there that are probably shooting up a lot of steroids. Well, it's got garbage ingredients. Well, I stick all this unknown substance to my body to get bigger. I buy my buy my clothing. Buy my clothing. Yet I'm gonna bitch about a fucking gummy that has 16 calories, you fucking douche. I'm in a mood today. I'm in a mood. I need to get in a better mood. What can put me in a better mood? Um I don't know. I don't know. All right. Uh the one they called Charles said, I sent my brother into space with Delta 8 and 9. Now he's buying from Shell Sock. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. I sincerely I appreciate that. <coughs> People are like, buy the real weed. Oh, by the way, we ship to all 50 states. ShellShockCBD.com. You got trouble sleeping? Hey, we got you covered. Go become a subscriber. Start earning rewards points. What are you waiting for? Get out there. Double your pleasure, double your fun. ShellShock CBD.
0: I love it. I think
1: you just captured lightning in a bottle, my friend. I know. I know. I'm good at that. It's my thing. It's, my, it's kind of my thing. All right, let's get to the news. Yeah. Get to the news here. Um, Oh my god! You just gotta love this. Gotta love this. I gotta flip this camera around. I swear to god, we need to get a different streaming computer. I am so sick and tired of this bullshit. I am. Does anybody stream from a Mac? Has anybody tried, or is PC the way to go? Is like Windows the way to go? Just curious on that one because I have never done streaming from a Mac computer before. I have a Mac laptop, but I'm wondering if a Mac desktop would be better. But I don't know if you, I don't think you can customize those, can you? A Mac? Yeah. I don't think you can. Not as easily as a PC. Yeah. I think you can build your own. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you can build your own Mac. Hmm. Uh, Unused to do Mac, but PC is better, Strianka. I had a feeling it was. Because every time I go to Streamlabs OBS, it's always fucking with the cameras. I don't like it. All right, let's get into today's news. It's the reason you're here, folks. California bill, that's all you need to know. California bill equates to retarded. You just know, you just know. California bill would let judges rectify racial bias in sentencing for reparations. Oh, this is gonna go so well. Hey, uh, Jerome, I realize you just murdered that Asian guy, but uh, being that your ancestors enslaved, we're gonna let you off with about five years probation. That, that, that should rectify it. Try not to kill anybody, Try okay? Try not to kill any more Asians. We appreciate that. Because, you know, black on Asian crime, we don't talk about that. <laughs> uh, sorry about the... Sl- so then, my question is then, what about the people that blacks have enslaved? What's the reparations for that?
0: Bees
1: and carrots, bees and carrots. And this is when we get labeled racist, but I really don't care. Consider the sources on this. The California State Legislature is considering a bill that would allow judges to use sentencing in criminal cases to rectify racial bias in the criminal justice system as a whole. The bill AB 852 passed the State Assembly in May and is currently going through the committee process in the State Senate. It notes that existing law already allows defendants to challenge their sentences as racially biased, but would add that judges can consider race in sentencing. So basically you just sit there saying that if I'm black, use that to undermine the charges levied against me. I'm sorry. And this is, this is how sneaky black liberals have become, educated black liberals. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant move. By trying to say the system is rigged against us, the economy is rigged against black people. Therefore, I have to resort to violence. I have to resort to these crimes, yada, yada, yada. Therefore, it's not my fault. I'm just a, a victim of the system. You notice it's always California. Yeah, it's always California. Hey, Putin, while you're at it, forget Ukraine, invade California. Take it. We don't care. Probably already owns it. whole lot better off without it. If we could just blow that at San Andreas fault line and let it float off in the ocean. Maybe, Maybe they could buy California from China. That'd be great. That would be great. Let them have it. You just imagine that your honor. I realize I raped that girl, but it's because I'm black. So you're basically saying that you have a genetic a genetic predisposition to be violent.
0: Not a good look. Not
2: a good look.
1: Not a good look at all. Folks, there is a war against whites in this country. There is a war against us. Let's not even kid ourselves on this. And they're going to try and paint this. They're going to try and position this to where if you as a white person stand up and say anything against us, then you're a racist. Folks, stop giving a fuck what black liberals have to say they're the ones that are actual racists. How many times are you going to point your little fingers in our face say you did this, you, but you personally did not. Who is this they? Who is this them? Because it's not me. It's not you. I didn't oppress you. I didn't enslave you. My ancestors weren't slave owners. And even if they were, that's not my sins because if we want to trace your fucking lineage back, I guarantee I can find slave owners in Africa that you probably came from and then you owe them reparations. This is the inconsistent thought in liberal logic. It makes no fucking sense. Or it's going to be based upon a period of time. There's going to be a, a point that is now and then a backstop up to 100 years because they refuse to go outside of that box of time because then the guilt they assign during that time frame will now transfer to them by going before that time frame. Well, we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk about the Africans that sold Africans. In, no, 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 no. We don't talk about that. We don't want to talk about the Islam... Yeah, the Turkish Empire that enslaved so many Christians that murdered over millions of Christians. Nah, 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 we're not talking about that. It's just contemporary white people's fault. Got into it on Twitter. Getting stuck with the bill. Getting stuck with the bill, yeah, exactly. Got into it on Twitter. We talked about Native Americans. I'm sorry that you sucked at fighting. I'm sorry, that's not my fault. You got your ass whooped. You want me to cry about it? Give Mount Rushmore back. For you to do what with? What are you going to do with it? Because you were doing so well with America before we came along. So well. Well, I'm sorry for all that medical technology that extended, you know, life, helped cure many diseases, many of which we caused. I get it, but we also turned around and cured them. I mean, childbirthing? What was the casualty list back in the day? Renaissance period. Women died from childbirth very commonly. Now, not so much. Thank you, white people. Do we get anything for that? No. Tired of these people. It's annoying. It's freaking annoying. Is it racist if I say it? I don't care. You have a black community? Then let's have a white community. And let's put ourselves against each other in comparison in regards to what we've brought to American culture. I'm sorry, what have contemporary black people brought to American culture? I'm being seriously here. I'm being very serious. The crime rates are through the roof. Single-parent households are through the roof. Your hip-hop community is a blatant double standard of hypocrisy and racism and misogyny mixed into one. And you have the audacity to turn around and point your finger at white people? It's not our fault. I don't see why the amount of hate crimes that I have seen on social media now of, I I just saw this one viral video of about 15 black people beating the shit out of a white uh, DoorDash deliverer. And here's the beauty of this. They're going to stop serving a lot of these black residential neighborhoods. Why? Because it's the fucking ghetto. It's the ghetto. They don't want to go there. South Dallas, if you're white, you better not go. But nobody talks about this. Why? Because if you do, oh, you just assume that black people are violent. Well, the crime stats in Dallas say yes, the fuck they are. The, the small arms fire that you hear all the fucking time sure as fuck says it is. You want real talk? Let's talk, let's talk fucking real. But how many times do you think a black person can go into an all white neighborhood and feel unsafe? I'm just curious on that one. And they're not like fabricating that. Well, I don't feel safe, do you? Really? Really? In this day and age where everybody's afraid to just cross a black person the wrong way, unless they whip out a phone and suddenly you're on you know, world star hip hop and you're a racist and your life is over. Really? You're the protected class now, please.
0: Yeah, the only thing I care about, my neighbors, is as long as they keep their yards up yeah. and-
1: Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. they are yeah.
0: not like blasting music late into the night. Yeah. I'm a suburban dad now. And what's, That's what I
1: care about. And what sucks, though, is you got actual good black people out there that want to distance themselves from that community to say, I don't want anything to do with them. But
0: we have, it's we have whites people though. who are black that are in our neighborhood that, oh yeah. are, that are good neighbors. Yeah, 100%. So it's- Because they act white. I'm
2: kidding, I'm, <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding.
0: I'm
1: kidding. I'm kidding. No, there because I mean every culture has their own low IQ uh pieces of shit. You got trailer parks. You got people that just don't give a fuck about stuff. I'm not saying trailer parks in general, but we talk about black people have the ghettos. White people have like rednecks. And you see, rednecks isn't really a connotation for because there's a lot of great redneck dudes out there. Rednecks kind of like your country boy. But you do have trailer trash. Let me put it that way: the trailer trash. They have, like, at least five broken-down cars on the front lawn living in a fucking beat-up trailer. Trash. White trash. It's in every culture. Oh,
0: wait, wait. Hold on, though. Um, yeah, whites do have meth heads. That's Oh, right, yeah, absolutely. Right. We do
1: have uh, Joe Biden being one or his son. Uh, hold on. What do the Asians have?
0: I don't know. They're doing yeah. so damn good. <laughs> doing so damn
2: good. They're doing damn good.
1: I, I, mean, I can't think of one thing. I'll, I'll okay, tell you what. The guy who uh, painted let's, our house. Let's, let's open this up to
0: chat. What... what Bottom class of that race, or at this, what do they have? So the guy who painted our house, uh, his name's Tony. He's Vietnamese, uh-huh. and he worked for J.C. Penney for a long time before they had these layoffs. Mm-hmm. And he did something with trademarks and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. for J.C. Penney. And then uh, yeah. after he got laid up, he started driving Uber, mm-hmm. and then he started his own painting company. And mm-hmm. he stays busy. Yeah. Like the guy that can't get a break. Because he's always working because oh, it's he, it's, all, it's always referrals because he does such a great job. That's he's awesome. meticulous about... Wait, he's Asian? Yeah. Good for him? Yeah. Good for him? Uh, I mean, it but says that's a lot just about the, culture. the culture. Yeah. Yeah. You Let's just check the chat. Here. Dude, does... What do the
1: Asians have in... They have stir fry. They have dissonant. Slaves. Love. Lolliporn. I don't even I know. Do I don't love, even want to know what lolliporn is.
0: I do love Mugu pan. I bet you do.
1: Asians have a caste system. They have communists.
0: Eh. China. China's all China. I can pick
1: up. I'm talking about contemporary Asians in America. What do they have here? Like have you ever driven through like an Asian community and be like oh man, I don't feel safe here. Lock the Ooh, doors. Yeah, roll them up. Roll them up. Everybody's oh my god. Everybody is listing jobs. At, well, <laughs> they have <laughs> <so> many-
2: salons. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, they do. They do. Why you don't have boyfriend? You're so pretty. Yeah, Why you don't have boyfriend? You want gel color? It's true. Now you got Asian hoods in some place. Really? Okay, but hold on. How many how many times have you driven through an Asian neighborhood and felt unsafe? How many times have you just driven through an Asian neighborhood? I don't even know that. How do you know it's an
0: Asian neighborhood? I don't know. I, yeah, I feel like uh, our neighborhood yeah. is Asians and Indians. And- yeah. White, black—it's just. But I'm talking
1: about like there are communities that are built like Indians specifically do a lot of this. That they do have communities where it's just them because they all a lot of them migrate over to America and they want to be around. There's nothing wrong with that. Like
0: the park right next to the house, there's like, I don't know, probably thirty Indians that play curry.
1: Reeks, nah. I'm joking about that. They play cricket every weekend.
0: Yeah. So, but it's a group of them. Yeah. And you
1: know, I kind of, I'm kind of envious of that because we don't really have. Anything like that to that extent in America as far as American culture? Outside it's a pretty of, like, tight-knit group. It is pretty cool to see that. Yeah. But at the same token, though, like, when was the last time you drove through a community and be like, yeah, this is an Asian community? How would you know?
0: But you can tell if you're in a trailer park and you can tell if you're in the fucking ghetto. Because it's Chinatown. It's named Chinatown or something.
1: Yeah, that could be the only reason. Korean town. I
0: don't know. I'd have to go back to New
1: York. I went to Chinatown a long time ago, but I forgot what it was like. A lot of stores. Fish market, paper lanterns. Yeah, yeah. They gave us COVID. <laughs> China. China. This gonna be the last episode we have. They banned us for being racist, but I don't give a fuck. It's funny. It's comedy. It's comedy. Ah, Oh, let's go back to it. I apologize for being so stuffed up people. Okay. Republican uh, presidential candidates jumped to defend Iowa governor from Trump's attacks. Trump's not doing good in Iowa right now. Lot of stuff coming out of Iowa. Um, After President Donald Trump launched a public attack on Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds, other GOP presidential candidates have come to her defense just six months before the Iowa caucus is set to take place. In a Truth Social post, Mr. Trump objected to Ms. Reynolds' decision to remain neutral, believing he has owed an endorsement because he backed her when she was running for governor. He says, I opened the governor position for Kim Reynolds and when she fell behind, I endorsed her, did big rallies and she won. Now she wants to remain neutral. I don't invite her to events, Mr. Trump wrote. Ms. Reynolds' decision to remain neutral is unsurprising, as it is part of a tradition that Iowa governor remains impartial in the first caucus to allow the candidates to present their arguments to the voters. However, Mr. Trump's bitter-sounding message also comes after the New York Times released an article claiming that Ms. Reynolds appears to be softening the ground in Iowa for GOP candidates and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis to take on Mr. Trump. Miss Reynolds has been seen standing alongside Mr. DeSantis during donor gatherings and appeared with the Florida governor when he made his first three visits to the state. The Iowa governor also joined Mr. DeSantis's wife Casey DeSantis to launch Mamas for DeSantis last week. Um I think that kind of tells you where she stands, but the fact that she's not coming out and openly endorsing him, I can respect that. But yeah. even still,
2: I don't know.
0: But if his endorsement is what got her elected, then I don't is think it, he, though? I don't think he has an issue with that voter base, then, if well, that's you know, their, if she was behind and he came <clears> out and endorsed her and <throat> that pushed her over the edge, then that tells me that his voter base will support him no but matter what. What
1: they're talking about though is the issues. Well, number one, they're saying that being that he's attacking her, it's not good. Doesn't look good on him. Doesn't look good on him at all. But that also tells you a lot about Trump. We talked about yeah. it on Andy's show one of his biggest character flaws is that this guy will never admit when he fucked up or is wrong. He will never do that. He didn't do it. He's not doing it for warp speed. He's not doing it for the vaccines. But on something like this, it just tells you a lot about Trump that if he endorses you, then he expects he expect not just loyalty, but blind fealty. No, absolutely not. absolutely fucking not. And I cannot stand this whole, wait your turn, wait your turn. American constitution is not designed that way. There is no waiting your turn. Now, I did read an article where DeSantis said that if he does lose, he will back Trump. I'd like to see Trump make that same announcement towards anybody. I I want to see Trump say, if I don't make it, I will endorse Vivek. I want to see Trump eat some humble pie and acknowledge that if you don't make it, who are you going to endorse? Because that tells me that you will put the party ahead of your own individual needs. There's a lot on the line right now. The culture war is raging. We need more action. We need more governors. We need more freaking congressional members to go out there and actually have some balls to get things done. That starts with the executive branch. If Trump will not say, if I don't make if I don't make it the primaries, I am going to endorse so and so. No, absolutely not.
0: You don't think he would? No, I think he will. I don't think he will. I think if he doesn't get the nomination, which I think I, he will, <clears throat> I, think, I think he will. Too, yeah, I think he would endorse whoever the candidate is. And I think he'll go, I
1: think he'll pull another rig thing. I got into an argument with Andy on this one. It's like you know, he asked me if uh, John Fetterman, if he thinks that Fetterman actually beat us. Like, yes, I do. I don't think that was rigged. I think the quality of candidate definitely matters because here's the deal, Pennsylvania really blew. We have to look at a population number yeah. here. So, you know, and Andy, I get his point on this, but it's just like, so you're telling me every election we lose is now rigged? Do you see the presidents that we're setting now? Trump's election was rigged. Kerry Lake's election was rigged. Uh, Herschel Walker's election was apparently rigged. Uh, John Fetterman's election was probably, like, I'm sorry, but we have to stop sitting there buying into this echo chamber of it. It's all, if we lose, it's rigged. And I'm not sitting there saying that it's not. I'm not saying there's not manipulation. I'm saying there's clearly some. But at the same token, there's other aspects that we have to take into consideration. Number one, population.
0: Or, uh, I don't know, ballot harvesting.
1: Ballot harvesting. You know, Trump even fucking, this is the thing that pissed me off about this idiot. He even talked about it in interviews. Like, we don't need to do ballot harvesting. Are you fucking stupid? Are you yeah. stupid? I think. I'm sorry, that's dude. Look, I, only I, got, I got to put it out there, Joe. I know you love him. I'm not attacking you. I'm just saying that this guy is a fucking leader. We should be doing everything we can to win. And when you do this interview, uh, we don't need to do the ballot We can get the votes on it. No, you can't. No, you fucking can't. Ballot harvesting crushed us in 2022, and you, as the predominant leader in the race, are saying that we don't need to? Get the fuck out of here. That means that you're putting your ego first, and you don't actually give a shit about winning. You give more of a shit about your ego. I'm sorry. I think that's the stupidest thing. Honestly, though, I think ballot harvesting should be illegal in all 50 states. It should be. It should be. I think that's how
0: the liberals keep winning California. Yes! Because I think there's a lot of Republicans in California, but they just—the Democrats— Out ballot harvest, Republican or Republicans aren't even doing it because I know we're going to take a moral high ground. Yeah,
1: and that's gonna that's gonna fail us every single time. So it's kind of like we learn from our mistakes that it's not illegal in a lot of these states, and Democrats go out and do it. Do I think it's rigged? Do I think absolutely it's slimy? It is very slimy. But at the same token, you got to play them at their own game and beat them at it. Many people are calling for that now. Do the ballot harvesting. Do this. Do that. And then Trump comes out, says, oh, we don't need to do that. We get the votes, dude. No, I'm sorry. No.
0: But I will say that I think we need to have more people come out and vote. Like just people who've never voted before. And, but you and see, this is what like I was trying to get put over. It's so to, high uh, that they can't. I was trying they, to get this over to Andy when I talked
1: about the Fetterman and Oz. Number one, you look at places like California, look at places in, in Pennsylvania and certain districts. And the voters there know my vote doesn't matter. We are over. Let's like going and voting in Dallas. It is blue. If you're a conservative in Dallas, your vote is done. You are getting swarmed. So a lot of voters and a lot of these independent uh, races are not even going to vote. They don't care. They know what's the point. They've given up. But then some of these races, like the Fetterman Oz, it can be flipped if you get enough people to go out there and do it. But you put gun grabber Oz against a vegetable and he
0: lost. He lost. This says a lot about the people of Philadelphia it does in my opinion. Yeah, like, it does. There's a lot of stupid motherfuckers. Yeah, Absolutely. This is, this is who you want this guy who's really, yeah, is brain dead. <laughs> the only outfit he wears is fucking a, a hoodie. hoodie. You put, you put fucking Uncle Fester,
1: trailer trash, Uncle Fester with his wife that is puppeteering that dude while he's suffering with depression. Probably going to kill himself. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he looks like sloth from the Goonies and he can't even read. He can't even fucking read. This is who we have leading our country. But anyway, I digress. The fact is, when Trump says not to do the ballot harvesting, yada, 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 I think it's the dumbest move possible. I mean, do we really want to win elections or we just want to kind of, eh? Andy brought up a point he talked about, you know, they said that Biden got more votes than Obama, blah, blah, blah. Like, there's one thing that a lot of people are not taking into consideration. Obama wasn't running against Trump. The left hates Trump. Trump, the left turned out in mass to vote not just for Biden. It wasn't even about Biden. It was the fact they were voting against Trump. And the very same people that are using these polls to try and quantify why Trump's leading, why Trump, blah, blah those same polls had Trump getting destroyed in 2015 against Hillary. But suddenly polls matter. I wish there was some consistency in this idiot's logic because I don't see it. Fox News. We'll sit there and quote a poll that shows Donald Trump leading. Oh, it's just, it's so good. And then he'll he'll quote it on his little truth social that's dying, by the way. And then Fox will say something completely opposite. Oh, they're fake news. They're so... (laughs) Bro, give me some consistency in your logic because I'm getting tired of your bullshit. I'm getting fucking tired. Be a leader. You're not a leader. You're a fucking, you're like a petulant child with an ego and I'm tired of it. I'm fucking tired of it. And then apparently Hannity's got him on again. And Sean Hannity, Mr. Trump, remember the last interview he did? Hannity talked for like 45 fucking minutes because nobody loves sucking Hannity's dick more than Hannity. Hannity loves him some, that dude is so fucking, he is like the complete opposite of like a Rush Limbaugh. This guy is such an ass kisser. And it's not the fact that I just don't really favor Donald Trump right now, but at least have enough journalistic integrity to ask some hard hitting fucking questions, you coward in a fucking suit. You're not a conservative, you're a populist. And every single one of these boomer motherfuckers that votes for the likes of fucking Romney and the rest of these retards, you just sit there and you're just like, oh yeah, it's just so great. Oh, they're great
0: Bro, Have you seen that uh, Republicans against Trump on Twitter? I can't. F- they're too far. They're too far. Dude, they're like Democrats. That, that's right. Yeah, they're that a is Democrat. a Democratic. Account. That's, that's Demi- I'm yeah. convinced that's a Democrat running that account. There is
1: a reason I don't like Trump in certain circumstances, and I think they're very justified. But what I will not do is take on the Democrat position and just be like, I'm never Trump. No, there's some things I do like about the orange prick. I do. Then there's other things I don't fuck. I can't stand about him. Yeah, I mean, but at the same token, those like the, the the Republicans against Trump, those are straight up Democrats, dude. They just yeah. they
0: just it's like the Lincoln Project. You're not a fucking Republicans. Yeah. You're
1: nowhere near a Republican. I know, it's
0: funny that they I mean, just own your position. It's not like we're yeah. actual conservatives or Republicans or even libertarians are going to look at these. And be like, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, OK, dude, I, I still it. don't. I talked to Austin
1: Peterson about this, like in depth. I'm like, I don't get how anybody would sit there and say RFK is going to run as an independent. That dude is Democrat as they come. That dude's not independent, and if you think he is, then you don't know what independents actually vote for, because he ain't it. RFK is a Democrat. Do not get it twisted. When you call for assault weapons bans, when you call for these very, it's like a fascist light, but because he calls for transparency, it's just so interesting how people will be so convinced based upon one issue. RFK says, we want transparency for the COVID thing. Yeah, we all do, of course, but that doesn't make you a Republican. It's a common sense position. But now let's look at the other positions. He is anti-2A. He's a fucking fascist. But nobody wants to talk about that. Why? Nobody wants to talk about that. Because why? We want somebody cool. We want somebody new age. Oh, look at this. He's shredded as fuck. He's doing a backflip off. I don't give a fuck. Good. He's in shape. He's on steroids. I don't care. Good for him. Policy is what matters. I'm going to hit you with something else. I posted on my Instagram today. Matt Gates interviewing FBI Director Ray today or yesterday talking about, well, let me, let me just play the clip, folks. Let me play the clip. This is what pisses me off. Here we go. sitting here with my father. I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Sounds like a shakedown,
0: doesn't it, Director? I'm not going to get into commenting on that.
1: You, you, you seem deeply uncurious about it, don't you? Almost suspiciously uncurious. Are you protecting the Bidens? Absolutely not. The FBI well, does not the, has qu- no interest. In you won't answer the question about whether or not that's a shakedown, and everybody knows why you won't answer it. Because to ev- to the millions of people who will see this. They know it is, and your inability to acknowledge that is deeply ridiculous. All right, that right there, Matt Gates. even at least, he says the choir part of. It. millions of people that are going to see this. Great, Matt, cool. What's being done about it? Not a fucking thing. Not a fucking thing. Because the American people are getting so fed up with this bread and circus clown show theatrics that you get this again. You can haul Zuckerberg up before Congress. You can grow that little lizard mucking motherfucker. And what do you get? You get Ted Cruz sitting there jerking himself off because he's a master debater. And everybody's like, oh, it's so great. How look, he fucking, he don't. <laughs> but what changed? Article 230, that changed? No, nothing, nothing. We share it. Oh, look what happened. But legislation and policy don't change. And these politicians know you're so stupid that you're gonna fall for this, or they think you are. And by and large, a lot of motherfuckers are. You are stupid, let's just be honest. You see this and you just gobble it up and you retweet it and you share it. Oh, look at Matt Gates dunked on Ray, whom Trump appointed. Hmm. And we become pacified. We become docile. Oh, well, we finally exposed him. Okay, but what happened? Nothing.
0: Yeah. Not a like, fucking thing. How do you thing. bring these people to justice? Like even no with the whistleblower that came out, and they're prosecuting him, and they're prosecuting. Prosecuting. Him. So that, they dude. indicted this guy because he came out and said, "Get spilled all the beans on the Bidens," and somehow he is now indicted. How does that? How does that work? Where do we go from here?
1: It's a very good question. There's only one way, and you know what I'm talking about. You can't vote your way out of it. Rock paper scissors. Rock paper scissors. Lizard Spock. A little Big Bang Theory reference there. People are still convinced.
0: Like, is there anybody in government right now that has the balls to like even military leadership? Bro, you know, military mili- leadership
1: is so flaccid. It's no. There's no more real. I'm is there sorry. not
0: one person in the military right now? No. That would come out and, I don't know, be a patriot no. for the United States of America get so we don't Kennedy go to war. of Kennedy and Dakota Meyer with,
1: over there simping for fucking Miley and the rest of these retards. Like, no, there's nobody in the military, especially when you make it to a certain level in the brass, you're just a bureaucrat. That's all you are. You're not even in the military anymore. I mean, technically you are, but you're just a yes man for some politician that tells you, hey, we need to, oh, yeah, roger that, sure, We're
0: going to make it happen. It's
1: ridiculous. I don't know. Nobody I, has you balls know, to had, be authentic anymore.
0: There have been like, what? 14 FBI whistleblowers that have come out mm-hmm. and are exposed.
1: I can't even believe they're prosecuting that one. Like, what? it's fucking insane prosecuting him because he didn't register as a foreign agent. Yeah. He's a whistleblower. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah, he's a whistleblower. Like, wouldn't Hunter Biden fall in that same category?
1: You see Tyler's text? He's pregnant. Give me a favor. Will you go grab one of those tests? Let's take it live. Yeah. Apparently, Tyler tested positive for COVID. Let me see about this for me. I'm going to take a test live. Somebody, I don't know where we got these tests from. It's a COVID-19 test. Uh, I think you just got to spit on it, I guess. Um, This might be a bad time just to appear positive. Let me check on mine. If it is, the different form of COVID. Different form of COVID. I got the COVID, folks. I got the Rona. I got the Rona. I didn't feel anything in my lungs. It's all congestion. It's like a head cold. That's all this has been. It's been like a head cold. I already right, do this live. Did he have to spit on it? What do you have to do? I can hear you now, dude. If I got it, you know you've already got it, because we always have anal sex. I mean, what? What? All right. And here's the other thing: we don't even know if these things are like. These are made like in China. Yeah, these things were made in China, aren't they? taking alive, you don't even know, you never know what you're going to get on the show, folks. Okay. Oh my God. This is like more than what? Okay. Ah, let's read the instructions that are written in 20 different languages. Okay. Uh, Wash, sanitize your hands. I did that right before the show. Uh, Check your kit contents. Okay. Self-collection, collection by an adult. I got to swab my nose. Okay, here we go. We're doing this live for you, folks, so you can see what's going to happen. Maybe I got COVID again. And if I did, I'm already over it. I'm coming on the downside of it. Look at that. It didn't kill me. Crazy. This would be the third time. If I do have COVID, this will be the third time I got the shit. Good for you. Good for you. All right. Remove the tougher. foil from the top of the extraction buffer tube. <clears throat> Put the, through the circle box kit, the perforated circle. But where the fuck is? That's not in there.
0: I think you got a, <laughs> Is there a Q-tip in it? In this one, yeah. Yeah, I think you get a swab first and then you stick it in there mm-hmm. and you break it off. So you I'll might want to close that.
1: What well, says to open it? It says step one, remove the flow from the top of the extraction tube, uh, punch through the perforated circle and on the kit box to form a tube holder. Oh, so it's on the back of it. I don't see that. Where's the prefer perfor- Oh, there it is. Okay. It helps if you open your eyes, Josh. It's your fault. It says put it right there. Okay. Hopefully the camera can see this. Yeah. Like if you're watching, you can see me take this test live. Um, okay. Three, open the swap packaging at the end stick. Do not, not the swap tip. Do not touch the swap tip. Don't
0: touch the tip. Uh, Josh. Kilroy says first time in history, a COVID test test positive for AIDS.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Wouldn't you know I caught the gay. They have a monkey pox. We got the monkey Tyler. They're to us quick. Somewhere. Play me off, Johnny. Uh, okay, three, four. Gently insert the entire absorption tip of the swab anally into Wait. you get this as a sex store? This isn't a, this isn't a COVID.
0: test. Uh, it's a different test. One right?
1: nostril, half to three quarter within the children. Okay. Firmly rub the swab in it. Okay, so I just gotta swab my nose. Remove the swab from the nostril, immediately place it into the buffer tube. So
0: okay, here we go. You Let's gotta put do it this. in there deep. put it in there deep. There he goes. Uh, that is one uh, of the most attractive things that I've oh seen. Oh my god, that tickles so much. Okay. <laughs>
2: ah.
0: Ah. Hmm. All right, put it into the tube. That's it. I thought you had to do it for like 15 seconds. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sneeze. All right. Get deep in there. Two, Real three, deep. Four, five, scratch six, that brain. Seven. Hey. Yeah. This. Okay. Is- that's enough.
1: Oh my
2: god. Oh, that tickles. Way. All right.
1: <clears throat> okay. Seven immediately place the swab in the tube and swirl for 30 seconds. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Oh my God. 20. 22. Doing what it tells me to do. Yeah. Okay, so in 30 seconds. Rotate the swab five times while squeezing the tube. Okay, so now I got... That's real good. Yeah,
0: it's real good Good like that. Uh
2: Rotate the
1: swab back and forth. Squeeze it while doing this. Um, Remove the swab while squeezing the tube. Deposit of the swab in the trash. Um, Okay, got this, blah, 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 blah.
0: Yeah, don't leave your COVID stuff all over the table. (laughs) Bro,
1: put that right there. Now put this in here. Seal this up. okay. And this says attach dropper to firm tube. Okay, 11. Gently squeeze the tube and dispense four drops in the solution of the sample well. Okay, so this must be the sample well. Who gave us these tests? These showed up on the. Uh, Omar. Omar gave us the test. Oh, that's great. Okay, so then. Um, okay, at the bottom, gently squeeze the tube and dispense four drops of the solution sample well. Dispose the tube in the trash. 12 to 15 minutes. Son of a bitch.
0: All right, here we go. Well, that'll be a that One. surprise.
1: Two, three, four. All right, now we wait. God, I hope I'm not pregnant. <clears throat> I hope I'm not pregnant. huh and that—that that, folks. Now we wait. We gotta wait fifteen minutes. Chat. Put was a it, uh, put a reminder.
2: Was Somebody it made in China? Wish.
1: Let me see. This is, there's no way they would tell us where it was actually made. Let me see. I
0: think they have to put
1: that, don't on, they? Right? Yeah. Um. This test does not determine if you have COVID-19 in the past or if you have immunity. The test is more likely to give you a false negative result when you have COVID-19 than a lab-based molecular test. It literally says this on the package. You're kidding me. In the USA, this product has not been FDA. Clear, which doesn't mean shit. The FDA is worthless, okay? Again, this test does not determine if you had COVID-19 in the past or if you have immunity. This test is more likely to give you a false negative result when you have COVID-19 than a lab-based molecular test. So they're saying they're not sure if they're going to get it right. Yeah. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard for. Um, Akon Laboratories, Inc., San Diego, California. If you have symptoms of COVID-19, you can use a single test. If you do not have symptoms of COVID-19, you will need at least two tests per person. You may need to purchase additional... So this is basically worthless. Oh, We can kind of tell if you get it, but not really. But I mean, if you do take the test, it might give you a false negative, but it could be positive. What the fuck are you for? That'll be right. $800. That'll be $800, and now you're banned, and you're on a list. Okay. It says, um, set the time of 15 minutes. Results should be read at 15 minutes. Do not read after 30 minutes. Dispose the uh, test. Okay, positive, negative is one line. Positive is two lines. Oh, it's already coming back positive. There's already two lines.
0: Should I take one? Yeah, you should. This was quick. I'll go take it. I got it. You won't do it. You won't do it. Yeah, challenge. This,
1: is, <laughs> this is a package challenge. Oh fuck you! Remember how that went? No, oh, there's definitely two lines on this thing. I, I'd show it up. I don't think people can actually. Yeah, you can't even see the lines. I'm pregnant. Sheila, you're going to be a mommy. You're a daddy. I'm not sure how that works. Yeah, positive. Both control line and test line appear. This means that SARS CoV 2 antigen was detected. Blah, blah, Note any faint red or pink line in the test line region T uh, should be considered positive. Oh, yeah, that's definitely positive. Well, looks like we got COVID for a third time. Hmm. And I'm not dead. You know, this actually explains a lot because uh, I couldn't taste a lot of the cooking Sheila did, which I was really pissed off about. Not at her, the fact that I couldn't taste it. She's an amazing cook. Ah, there we have it, folks. Third time's a charm. Didn't get me three times. How about that? It's crazy. It's crazy. Folks, this is a testament. This is a testament of how much I love y'all. I am literally doing the show with COVID try testing it without sticking. Oh, that's a good idea. Let me grab Josh. That's a very, let's do a comparison. Let's do a side-by-side comparison. One without it. Yes. Very good. Because they also said this could give a false positive. I think I did have it again though, quite honestly, because all the symptoms were there, except I didn't have a lot of lung mucus. It was just in the head. It was congestion. It was literally no different than a head cold. That was it. Low energy was coughing up mucus. Wasn't green. So there was no sinus infection clogged, Nose was shut, a little bit of a headache, lethargic. That was it. That was literally it. I literally built a pergola while having COVID. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Look at that, folks. Look how dedicated I am to you. Doing this show with COVID. I could have died. I could
2: have died.
1: I think that's at least worth one kick subscription. (laughs) Mm. All right, moving on, folks. Moving on. Oh my God! What do we got next? While well, we wait for Josh to come back, <clears throat> Jim Caviezel, the actor that played Passion of the Christ, very good actor. Um, Passion of the Christ, one of the best movies out there. It really makes you feel bad when you watch it, to see the actual three D revelation of what Christ went through. You see what the uh, whips did to his back, the cat of nine tails, things such as that. <clears throat> Excuse me, um, Jim Caviezel. Jim Caviezel responds to media attacks on Sound of Freedom. They're scared, quaking in their boots. I don't want to go too much more into this topic because Dominic Izzo is coming on the show tomorrow. And he's got a take on this that I think a lot of people are not considering. It's very controversial. And I'd love to talk about it. But, um, a Hillbilly Housewife, we did, uh, Tyler and I both got it. We were on the plane together. And, uh, you know, the way it worked is we went, we flew to St. Louis did the whole thing. And then when we flew home, when we were walking out of the airport, and this is how weird it is, we were walking out of the airport and we both felt the backs of our throat be starting to get a little scratchy. And I always know when I feel that I got a sore throat coming on and I rarely get sick, but I can identify the symptoms. And I was like, Hey, is your throat hurt? He's like, yeah, me too. And then he texted me over the weekend. He's like, are you sick as fuck? I was like, yeah, I got something going on. We both caught it. So it was somebody on that damn plane, but it is what it is. Um, Actor Jim Caviezel has responded to the growing number of media smears against Sound of Freedom, saying mainstream journalists fear the movie's success and message. They're scared, quaking in their boots, and it's because the public are listening to their hearts, which is what this film tells you to do. The actor said in a recent Q&A conducted the movie's distributor Angel Studios. Here's the issue I take with this. I feel, and this is going to be very offensive, but I really don't care because I think people are entitled to hear a, differing, a differential opinion here. My question is this. People already know about human trafficking. This is not something new. Hey, do me a favor. Can you grab me one more? Te- Did you already do it? Yeah. Can you grab me one more? Because I want to do it without actually swabbing my nose to see what the results are. Um. He talks about like people are afraid of this movie coming out. Do you think there's a single human trafficker out there or sex trafficker, or whatever that gives a fuck about this movie? Do you think this is going to interrupt operations in any stretch? Th- no, I don't think so. I'm going to hit you with some shit you don't like to hear, folks. Come in, that's like saying coming out with a movie about drugs and drug trafficking is going to suddenly impact the drug trade industry. No, it's not. Thank you. No, it's not. It's, the thing that worries me is I'm afraid that we as a society get lured into these things that supposedly promote action, but that action goes as far as making social media posts and hashtagging. My question is, what does this movie actually do? I'm not questioning the authenticity of the movie. I'm not questioning it's a bad thing. But I think it's very disingenuous when people will say, this movie is going to do, I don't see this movie doing anything. That, that's just me. You don't think so? No. What Do you think this is going to stop any sex
0: trafficker from doing something? I don't think so. I just think it's more of uh, raising awareness. What does awareness the, do? I, it makes people aware. I, and that's it. That's it. We're aware. Great. We see this mentality. with rage We
1: saw this with PTSD. We saw this with veteran suicide. Yeah. Now, <laughs> this
0: this is different because it, it's children. Yeah. And, but and a majority of Americans can. The causation doesn't can, matter. Whether it be PTSD, I get it.
1: One can be way more uh, inappropriate and disgusting than the other. But the fact still remains what's the call to action doing? Now, people are donating to causes. That's great. That could be one aspect that we could see. That, like, yeah, I could see how that can do a lot of good. That's great. But to make these claims that people are shaking their butt, I don't think they are. I don't think they give a fuck. I mean, think about it. This is something that's going to you set you to jail for life and probably killed in prison if you're caught doing. Right. I don't think the movie's going to stop that. And I think we need to stop being so disingenuous and making these claims that this is going to help in some way to the extent of like this is going to end it. And are you going to see are. it? I am not, not because I, I, I can't watch stuff like that. I, I will get uh, to the point where I want to murder motherfuckers. Yeah, I'm well, aware. We know, I know all about this stuff. You know, it was big over in the middle East. And they, they, they treat children like little cycling, like men, fuck boys. It's real over there. We saw it on the raid cams. It's disgusting, but they also say America is one of the biggest countries. If not the biggest that does it. It's like, yeah, that's disgusting. Had a very interesting conversation. Talked about in regards to kind of like the Epstein Island thing. We still don't have that book of names. I don't think we ever will. Yeah. Because I think that whole thing, think about this. And I know I'm gonna sound like yeah, Alex I think Jones here. The
0: pedophilia thing runs deep into our why? government. But why?
1: Here's the reasoning that I'm I'm coming. There is somebody above it all that basically knew what was going on with Jeffrey Epstein. He I'm not saying that all these all these celebrities were having sex with children. But just going and being on Epstein Island was enough of a guilty verdict by the court of public opinion to then destroy your credibility for anything. So when you have all these celebrities flying into Epstein Island, which if you look at the logs, stuff like that, there's a lot of celebrities. And then it breaks that Jeffrey Epstein was a sex trafficker and he sex with underage children, yada yada yada, and you are caught on that island, whether you participated in a party or not, you're now. Guilty by association, whether it's good or not, somebody's using that as leverage. Yeah, who is the question? Yeah, I
0: don't. Because think if Jeffrey- you've
1: got, if you now think think about the sphere of influence, celebrities, politicians, royalty from England, Prince Andrew. Who's pulling the strings?
0: Who's the ones that facilitated this? This
1: is nothing new. Now it's you guys the- Probably
0: somebody that nobody's ever heard of because you Je- thinking Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. That's the guy that that's you a fall go- guy. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. there's something going on. There's something going on. Satan. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. 100%. But the thing is, though, it's like if you really start thinking about this, that was just, that's the tip yeah. of the iceberg. There's something, they're using that to leverage these celebrities to give them the same, look at all these celebrities that come out that have left, like Jim Caviezel, and I, you know, please don't take this the wrong way. I respect them for what they're doing. I'm not saying not to go see them. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm just saying, don't be lulled into this idea that watching a movie suddenly means that you're doing your part. That, that, no, I'm sorry. You're, just, you're not. That you're either, there's actionable care, and then there's inactionable care. And either or is good. You know, how many issues do you care about that really affect you? None. We're human beings. Use it's not how it works. We care about the things that directly impact us in some way, shape, or form. But Jim Caviezel's talked about this. You see, a lot of these actresses. I know Rose McGowan has spoke on this. A lot of these ex Hollywood celebrities have talked about that. You kind of get your talking points, and you say they tell you he's like you need to say this, you need to talk about this. This needs to be your cause. Blah blah blah. What about celebrities that don't want to do that? Well, it's like oh well, we've got pictures of you on Epstein Island. Maybe you better. Maybe there's this new drug. Maybe there's this is new politician. Maybe this is whatever, you better get on board and use your sphere of influence to back that person. Yeah. Now folks, I don't think that's in the realm of Alex Jones. I don't. I think that's in the realm of common fucking sense. Common sense. I just, I don't know. I think there's something there. There is a reason we don't have that black book of names. There's a reason it wasn't released. And who didn't release it? Has anybody in the chat seen
0: the movie yet? I think a lot of people have. D.D. McGuire says, I watched it for awareness. Um, like at the end of it, do they give like, I don't know, information on what to do to help?
1: I'm sure they know, do. Yeah. There's, and you know, there's some other stuff. Besides I'm, donating I'm, money. I'm, I'm skeptical of everything. I'm skeptical of Project Veritas. I'm skeptical of the Underground Rail. I'm sorry. I'm skeptical of everybody. Because when you got that amount of money,
0: the results in. What do you got? It's negative. Good. Yeah, you're not pregnant,
1: yet. All right, I'm gonna take the same test, but I'm not gonna swab my nose. I'm just gonna uh, just gonna put the uh, applicator in there. Let's see what happens. It's just the main concern I have is you remember when the whole Project Feritas thing blew up, and I asked several questions like, okay, why are you spending 20 grand on a Christmas party? Or no, that play in Oklahoma. Why are you dropping 12 G's on a Christmas? This is donated money. You got millions coming in, and then you start seeing some of these itemized receipts. It's like wait why'd you have to spend this much money on this? And it starts to make me feel like you're kind of abusing the money. And everybody was so blinded. I support James O'Keefe. Blah, blah, blah. Well, what's wrong with saying, Hey, let's do some, uh, let's do some audits. Is there anything wrong? Cause I feel like those that donated have every right to have an audit done to say, well, we just want to make sure you're spending our money the right way. I mean, my God, Board of directors, that's what they're there for. In any large-scale corporation, that board of directors is there to make sure there is transparency. But for some reason, if it's James O'Keefe and he does a lot of good, I'm not saying he doesn't, but suddenly we don't want transparency? We're just going to blindly follow because they do a lot of good? Well, isn't that the whole reasoning why we should be asking questions to keep people in power that have a lot of money coming to them honest? Honestly. Don't we, we we demand the same thing for the government, but not these individuals? We are curious on that. So when people don't want to have that investigation, they don't want to have that transparency. It makes me ask questions even more. Why? Why don't you want us questioning James O'Keefe? Why don't you want people looking over those books and seeing where a lot of this money's going? Because I'm with you. I'm with the people. When millions upon millions are being donated, they have a fucking right to know what are you spending the money on? And if you're dropping 20 grand to take your people to go see a play in Oklahoma that you yourself starred in, yeah. I'm starting to think this could be another wounded warrior thing. (gasps) Well, John, you're just, nope, because you know what happens? I make these claims, I ask these questions, I get crucified online, and then years later, it comes to find out, oh, he was right, and then nobody goes back to kiss my ass. But instead, you get constantly bombarded and questioned. Well, you're just jealous, has nothing to do with that. I've been in this game for a long fucking time. I know how it works, I know human nature. I'm sorry. There's something about O'Keefe I don't trust. There's something about him I don't trust.
0: Not saying he doesn't do good. He does do a lot of good. That's what I I think holding him accountable is the right thing to do. Despite the fact that I think he's done a lot of great reporting. A lot of the stories that he's the undercover stuff, I think has been make sure I don't go over that part of the thing. Don't go over
1: that part of the thing, yeah. I agree.
0: There's nothing wrong with wanting accountability. Yeah.
1: Not for the sake of wanting guilt, but yeah, but also to prove him accountable. yeah." Yeah. There, let's just see to make sure that you are vindicated, that you are innocent. But if we refuse to do that, because on the grounds of, well, you just, no, there is no causation or excuse right. me. There is no reason not to have full transparency, but there was apparently a guy that was a part of that, that I guess took over after O'Keefe who just suddenly resigned. And he was blowing the whistle on a lot of stuff. He was saying that like, a lot of these clowns to include O'Keefe, you're going to have your comeuppance. Yeah. There's something going on. There's something going on there.
0: Well, I think the interview that he did with the the Pfizer guy, was uh, that oh, was great, groundbreaking yeah. stuff, and
1: I, I applaud him for that.
0: Absolutely, and I think then, it's a then,
1: little same dude vicious. also talked about that yeah. same dude also talked about O'Keefe was taking a lot of credit for shit he didn't do.
0: I can see that the actual but reporters he, and
1: stuff like that were not getting the credit they were deserved. He's
0: the face of the organization, yeah. so I could see where he would step in and take credit where he didn't actually do any legwork, which is kind of a bullshit thing to that do. That is a bullshit thing to do, you know. But that's not. a good, I think that's, not that's a sign just, of a good leader. Yeah, he's he's a young guy right? He's our age, my age. He's like 35. I think so, yeah. He, he created something amazing. Don't yeah, get me wrong. So it's Yeah, it's unfortunate that...
1: But we cannot that, turn a blind eye when there is inappropriate behavior and the use of funds that should not be quantified. Because I think deep down in his heart, O'Keefe just wants to be famous and a movie star.
0: I think so, too.
2: Which, there's so, nothing you, wrong with that. When I saw him doing Dude, the yeah, musical that, thing... Oh, what the fuck? But he
0: the, always seemed a little flamboyant did, in yeah. his performance. Like... I think that takes away from the actual story itself.
1: Well, I mean, when you're going and doing this interpretive dance at a CPAC or whatever the fuck that convention was, uh, it looks a little weird. I'm sorry. And it's like, well, it's just art. Yeah, I get it. Look, look, I get all performance. I understand that stuff. But the same token, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. It just It just rubs me the wrong way in a sense of like, I just got this weird feeling. I've learned in my 39 years on this earth, when your gut tells you something, you should probably listen and investigate. Don't just turn a blind eye to it. But- I'll be curious. All right. I Did the drops on the second test. I did not insert the nasal swab into my nose and I uh, mixed it up for 30 seconds. I applied the drops. We'll see what it actually says. But anyway, the Jim Caviezel movie, uh, I don't want to see it. And it's not because I don't care about the movie. It's just that I can't watch stuff like that. It makes me want to murder motherfuckers. So I don't want to. because ultimately I watched the movie. I already know about sex trap. I already know about this stuff. What's the point? Uh, Well, you know, this is the other thing that really makes me concerned. This movie, they're talking, you know what the biggest thing you're talking about this, it beat Indiana Jones in the amount of money it raised, okay. Where's this money going? Is any of this money is any of this money being honestly, donated?
0: I think that's a good thing because it shows Hollywood yes. that you know yeah. they don't control what everybody wants to go see. I agree. You know they can't just but we talk, up this 85 year old man and do but we, a but we talk about the money though.
1: If that money is not being donated towards that cause then it
0: doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. How much money did it take to make the movie, though? They Cause... said it was
1: very low budget. Actually, I think this movie was made, like, back in 2017. Really? Yeah. And Disney did not want to do this. I guess they sold them the rights. Really? Yeah, no, no. kidding. Right, yeah. Now, of course, Disney and the rest of them are like, oh, we don't want to want... Yeah, I get that. But I thought it was also very interesting and very telling that Rolling Stone did an article on this. And it said, basically, I'm paraphrasing, that this movie was the freaking, like, for dads with brain worms. It's like, why are you attacking a movie... That in reality, it does shed light to a lot of people that might be ignorant about what's going on. I will give you that. I'm not knocking that. But again, it's very telling when places like the Rolling Stone are very kind of like, they're bashing this. Why yeah, are you I bashing? saw that. I Why saw would that you bash? That's like trying they're, to put out a movie. To,
0: they're trying to say it was like QAnon yes. based and all this. I'm like, yeah.
1: Which, thank you, QAnon. You see how your movement of stupidity is still doing damage? You see how that bullshit is still doing damage? Well, what harm does it do, John?
0: Well, it's done a lot of harm now. I, I don't even know if it's that more than just the Democrats will just always try to find an escape goat to... Oh, yeah. Justify their to bullshit. justify their... Yeah. Like, oh, well, it's... they a bunch of QAnon or MAGA or... You <laughs> yeah. Know.
1: But we're going to have... Uh, the, uh, yeah, they is the movie had a budget of $15 million. um I think, yeah, I think it was like uh, made back in 2017. So maybe five years ago? Country boy can survive? Interesting. All right, because Dominic Gizzo is coming on the show tomorrow. I saw on, his
0: take on it too on Instagram. It was very
1: interesting. I'm not sure if I fully agree with his take, but I do want to have a very interesting discussion with him tomorrow. We're gonna to talk about more about this. But um I'm right, moving on. Taliban backs free speech. Elon Musk in Twitter versus Threads War. Are you on the Threads app yet? No. It's worthless. It's the thing that sucks about it is that your timeline is full of shit from people you don't even follow. I'm getting all these e thoughts, all these wannabe influencers, all the dumbest shit, the clickbait stuff. It's like Bro, this is dumb. Today is a new day, John. Yeah, today's a new day. Follow all these random e-thoughts wanting you to subscribe to their OnlyFans. It's like, if I, if I, if I don't follow you, I don't want to see your shit in my timeline. So Everybody's talking about it. And it. Basically, I think Threads is turning into a liberal form of Twitter because all the people that don't like Elon because it, and Elon's by no means a Republican. He's not. That guy is more in the middle. But liberals don't like that. You are either for them completely or you're not with them at all. So it was funny because liberals then invented tribal liberals right now are going through what conservatives have went through for the last 10 years, creating these new social media platforms to get away from the censor. Well, and this this is the ironic part about it. They're not being censored on Twitter. They're just being fact checked correctly and they don't like it. So what do they do? Well, Zuckerberg apparently and there's a lawsuit coming between Elon and Zuck that Zuck hired a lot of former Twitter employees to help him develop Threads in a matter of months. That's the issue right now. I don't know what's going to come come about it. But that being said, Threads, Mastodon and Tribal are the same as pay, uh oh god uh, what was the uh, um the P1 that failed, the I, iTunes dropped it. Um, uh Parlor, Rumble, um United Gun Group, remember that one? Uh, True Social, Gab, MeWe. All the, I think Gab, MeWe really failed to launch. You know, it got a lot of people, but a lot of people still don't, I don't, I'm on there. I got like 3,000 final fuck with it. Um, not that it's anything wrong with it. It's just, there's so many fucking apps to keep up with. It's like, you know what? I got to prioritize it. But it's funny because now liberals are doing the same thing for the different reasons that conservatives did it. We did it to get away from censorship. You're getting away from it. You're trying to create these other platforms to go to that you don't get fact-checked on that you can spread your lies and misinformation. That's the reason. And that's so funny to me.
0: I think that's why everybody goes on Twitter is because everybody's on Twitter.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that a lot of the liberals are pushing to threads now. I think I mean, liberals are going to threads to counter Elon because I hate Elon so much. Because, you know, it wasn't been like maybe two years ago, they loved him. Less than two years when he was dropping Starlink to Zelensky in Ukraine, everybody was sucking Elon's dick to love them. And then Elon comes down and starts saying, wait a minute, government was in bed with Twitter. He drops the files, exposes all the bullshit and now liberals hate him. That's very telling. That is very telling.
0: Sounds a lot like election interference to me.
1: Certainly does to me too. Waiting to see the charges brought up on that one, but no, yeah, ain't shit gonna happen. But what you can do is you can smoke crack, do business dealings with the Chinese in Burisma, in Ukraine, make a lot of money basically through nepotism and connecting people with your old man, have a million dollar retainer just so they can get to your old man, who at the time was VP, and nothing's going to happen to you.
0: Just a little, a little smacky smack on the wrist. Hey. That's what I'm just like, what the hell's going on where they're just untouchable? Bro. Yeah, pretty much. That's it? Pretty much corruption. And
1: the <laughs> only way that ends is when the shooting starts. Has, the only way.
0: They have a text message of him saying, "My, I'm here with my dad. Mm-hmm. If you don't pay, mm-hmm. I'm again. It ends. I'm up waiting with, for your call. I'm yeah. here with my father, yeah. Joe Biden. Here's a picture of us. Yeah, with That's these ridiculous. two underage hookers. Yeah, and this pile of crack. Yeah, That's nothing. Been, it's telling. Sorry, guys. There's just not enough evidence there. I don't see anything. Georgia Democrat representative switches parties. Says
1: Democrats crucified Emmy and abused the black community. A George Democrat state representative announced that she is switching parties after her leftist colleagues crucified her when she chose to support school choice, adding that the Democrat Party has gotten away with using and abusing the black community. Um, how do you say I told you so Any bonics? Bitch, please. Bitch, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because a lot of us white people are sitting here telling you this for the longest time. And what do you do to counter that? You just call us racists. Oh, you're so racist. You're so racist. And then black people start waking up and understanding they've been lied to. They've been manipulated and used as pawns in this gambit between left versus right. Can you imagine going after somebody for wanting school choice? Be able to choose where you want to send your kid? That's basically free market with federal money. Yeah. Saying if that school is a shit school and you got ghetto-ass teachers in there and those ghetto-ass little shithead clowns running around all your little cum trophies, like all 10 of them that one woman pooped out because she fucked 10 different dudes and she can't even get a rain on her little shitheads. And then another black mom that's actually just trying to make it, make ends meet and wants her children to have the best says, I don't want to go to that school because that school is run by idiots. You want to go somewhere else? That's racist. That's wrong. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? In fact, the exact opposite should be applied. People should have that right, which forces those schools to actually have a good product to have a good environment of learning. Because if they don't have kids going, guess what they lose? The federal funding. And that school goes tits up. Do you start to see now why Democrats want so much big government? It's to utilize and abuse the system. And that black mom or that black single dad that wants to get that kid into a good school because it starts with education, folks. It starts with education. And they want what's best for their child. And the state says... No, you have to go to the school because of where they're living and they can't afford to move. They can't choose. That's some fucking bullshit. So this, this representative, good for you. I'm glad you're waking up. Welcome to the team. Welcome to the team. State Representative Meshamin who represents District 56 in the Peach State, announced on Tuesday that she is officially switching her party registration from Democrat to Republican following a tumulus relationship with her colleagues. Today I made the decision to leave the Democratic Party. I represent a blue district in the city of Atlanta. So this wasn't a political decision for me. It was a moral one, she said in a social media post.
0: See, this is, these are the types of people I'm talking about that are Democrats, but just can't align with a party that yeah. is pro-death. And that's the basically what the Democratic Party uh, is.
1: I saw uh, on TikTok, I'm back on TikTok again. I'm like growing now. again. It's you know, really weird. I'm waiting Would to get banned. Said, I was just shits and giggles posting John Rost over there. It's, it's actually it went from like 200 followers to, to like 2,000 in the span of like TikTok four days, now. which, big hey, Rumble, how about you get your shit running together running and make up, like exposure good, but you don't because your shit sucks. And I saw that Pastor Greg Locke, remember this guy? We used to follow each other on Twitter. Greg Locke, Pastor Greg Locke, Gregory Locke. This guy is like hardcore Republican, and he definitely mixes politics with religion, which I do not agree with. Because Christ even said, "Render to Caesar what a Caesar is Caesar's." Like Christ doesn't get involved in politics. Christ is about this earth is not your home. Like, so why, well, why care about it? Like you got a, a home way better. But anyway, Greg Locke had this tweet, his TikTok that just populated on my feed, and he talked about like you can't be a Christian and vote Democrat. And I, was like, and vote Democrat. And I was like, but you can be a Christian and vote Republican. I'm sorry, I think the fact that you're even mixing the two is very disingenuous to the to, to God. To sit there and say that God favors Republicans is a lie. God was not, he doesn't favor a political stance. God is above that. But I listened to a lot of his stuff. This guy's gone off the deep end. He's going off the deep end. And I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. I was like, I used to have a lot of respect for you, but the fact that you sit there and say, you can't be a, a Christian and vote Democrat, you baby butcher, it, blah, blah. I was like, I get that. But there's a lot of people that are democrats that actually don't agree with abortion but they agree with it for economic policies have you ever met any yeah a few really
0: yeah you've met democrats yes. who are pro-life uh, pro-life yeah, yeah. I, i've, I've because, never
1: really never yeah i met one at that party i was telling you about that tony dude the gay guy He was like i'm actually pro-life but he, he doesn't vote republican anymore there's a lot of people out there he doesn't vote
0: republican anymore
1: he used to vote republican not anymore mm-hmm. I mean, he's also he, he votes independent or left I was like, I get it, because he said it's all a clown show. I was like, yeah, it is on both sides. It's political theater. It's, it's just a big political circus. But the point that I'm trying to make though is to sit there and say that um, I, I don't like when people put boundaries on God. I don't like when they put when they box God and say, God wants this. And if you do this, you're not of God. It's like, but who are you? You don't, you don't get to say what God says. Like, I'm sorry. Even if you call yourself a pastor, I don't agree with that. But I saw that. I was like, that's definitely not a way to win souls for Jesus. But at the same token, I mean, who does? Most yeah, pass. I, I, I don't know that. Fact, you I respect the fact that dude puts it out there, though. He yeah. will preach doctrine. I'll give him that. I most but most don't.
0: I can see where you can intermingle religion with what is happening today in the world.
1: To a degree, yes. But when you boil it down to support Trump because God, no. Hell no. Absolutely because if the entire
0: not. Democratic Party is pro, pro yes. pro-choice, pro-abortion up until birth in some states they want to do it after yeah you but, know? but the same token that's, though. that's demonic to me but there's a lot of things republicans
1: where, do that we get labeled all as all the yeah. same that i don't agree with and you know abortion's one of them for did now, you say Brian, anything about republicans do what? i i I, I didn't watch it long enough yeah. i just of was flipping through it i saw it I was like huh okay i don't really agree with that but i get where he's coming on that but to sit there and say that you can't be, I don't like when people say you can't be like, you're not a real libertarian. You can't be a Republican. It's like, man, you don't put the rules on this. You, you are, you really think very highly of yourself to say that you can't do this and then do this. Like, no, you don't get to write the rules. You're nobody of importance to that level. Sorry. It just doesn't work that way. Um, I don't know. I, I, oh man, that keeps saying by the same time, I can't even help it now by the same token, drink, drink. I don't know. I just, yeah, I, I feel like that when you try and put God in this box and then assign it to a certain political party or not a, I, I don't agree with that. I think it's we're above that. Now there are certain things that parties do embrace that I feel, yeah, like you're talking about, like abortion be absolutely I do think, you think God more is Christians very important.
0: Christians align with the conservative movement.
1: I think so too, yeah. Yeah. I do. But that, does that mean that now to be a Christian, you have to be a conservative?
0: Uh no. No, oh,
1: uh, yeah. That's the point that I'm trying to make. It's like I just I feel like sitting there saying that you can or you can't based upon your political alignment. I don't know. I feel like you, it's a very, very sketchy road to go down. Now, I can, like you talked about how, you know, preachers can talk about in the political movement signs of the times. Absolutely. Yeah, yes, I think 100%, we're seeing signs yes. of the
0: times because I think that at my church, you know, Alan West goes yep. there. I
1: knew that's what you're going to bring. I knew you were talking about that. Oh, I knew. I, it. Knew, I knew it. it. No, but uh, in my mind, it's like know, pastors
0: shouldn't even be. When they're trying to you know tell boys that they're girls and girls that they're boys and trying to keep that's all demonic stuff i agree
1: but at the same token instead of like making it political it should be everything should be diverted back to god saying you know don't don't worry about what's going on out there protect yourself shield your children hold true to god because this is not our this is not our final resting place so when i see the people like greg Locke doing that i understand he's taking the fight to the enemy in his own way and i do respect that i do but I just
0: feel like it's... I think it's, some get... people are just pissed off. Oh, yeah. Where they just... Oh, yeah. you know, I've like, every right to be. 100%. Yeah. Every right to be. And so in, in the chat, there, yeah, it came back negative, my test did. So. Yeah,
1: and this one did too. I'm going to bring one home to Sheila because I think, you know, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I, I guess mean, Tyler and I did have COVID again. Because if he popped hot and no. I popped hot, I think it's there. I'm going to take another one just to clarify. All right, we got to get going. Dylan Mulvaney takes a trip to Peru to feel safe after Bud Light disaster. I feel very safe outside of the USA. Um. Well, Good. Okay, don't come back. He was
0: immediately kidnapped and is being held hostage. Oh,
1: gosh, don't (laughs) make me. And you know, Biden would pay for him. You know, if we pay for the likes of trans uh, Brittany Grenier, we pay for this fruitcake. You got to love it. TikTok influencer Dylan Mulvaney who identified, I don't give a shit about that. Okay. Okay. Surprise. Mulvaney said in a recent TikTok video, I'm in Peru. I'm at Machu Picchu. Isn't this so beautiful? I've seen a lot of llamas. The people here are so kind. I feel very safe here. It's a little sad that I have to leave my country to feel safe, but that will get better eventually. Then don't come back. Stay there. Clearly you've
0: got the money. You've got the money. I was scared of more backlash. So I just did this video showing where I am. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like uh yeah okay. whore. yeah pretty much that's what this guy is I don't want to spend a lot of time on this idiot but I did see this article uh, coming through CNN under fire for misgendering Dylan Mulvaney unbelievably bad I love it when you pick a side like that uh, it's just the greatest thing ever it's the greatest thing ever CNN is under fire for misgendering Dylan Mulvaney as he and him in a segment about the culture war being waged over transgender influencers partnership with Bud Light dude. I love this. I love this is the side you chose. Now you go down with that ship. CNN is that Ocean Gate it. little sub.
2: Yeep.
0: Just watch it implode. You go down on that thing.
1: Hey, lefties. Why aren't you canceling CNN? Come on. Camera on. They misgendered your fruitcake little god that you worship. Go do it. Go do it. Oh, you just got to love it. Well, that does it for today's episode of the All-American Savage Show podcast, folks. We appreciate you tuning in today. Thank you for being here. I'm a little cranky. I know. I know. I'm sick. I got COVID. Feel sorry for me, folks. I had the COVID. almost died again. Third time. Not really. (laughs) Thanks for all the subs on Kick. I saw them coming through. Appreciate your subs. $4.99 a month. Support the show. Do me a favor. Hit the share button. Tag us on Instagram, on Facebook, social media. Tell your friends about the show. If this is your first time listening, normally I'm more positive, but today I'm just kind of in a negative mood. And I'm not even going to hide that from you because I think it's bullshit and disingenuous. I think that people should see the real you no matter what. You know, We're all human beings. We're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to be cranky. It's perfectly fine. But again, it's a great day. If you're having trouble sleeping, you want to get high, you need some anxiety help, you got stress, you got all that stuff, we got you covered. Shellshockcbd.com sponsors the show. It's our company, Josh's in mine. We've been in business for almost three years, over three years now. Closing in on four. Closing in on four. Man, time flies. Holy crap. Time flies when you got the COVID. Not really, because I was sitting around the house for like three days, bored out of my mind, but I didn't want to go infect other people until now. But no, apparently I found out I got COVID, but whatever. I'm on the upswing. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Anyway, ShellshockCBD.com, code SAVAGE saves you uh, 10%, I think. It's 10% off. Yep. Go check it out. Seriously, folks. And did I mention, last and most importantly... Every product we have comes with a money-back guarantee. If it doesn't do as we advertise, we will send you your money back. We're that confident. All right, that does it for us today here at the Shell Shock Studio in Richardson, Texas. You got anything to add, a man? Uh, by that token, you guys have a great day. By that token, you can go fuck yourself, America.